There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov. This is Zar, the NXT champion, and you're listening to... And you're listening to... And you're listening... And you are listening... And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. You are now listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. This is the second half of this week's live stream. You've got myself, Ro, Emil, and Chino holding it down. And today we're going to talk about uh, AEW and everything that's happened on today's Dynamite and whether or not TK is a good storyteller. So let's begin. Okay, let's talk about AEW. Today on Dynamite, it was such a good episode uh, full of great wrestling. Uh, we have two more matches announced for Revolution happening on March. Um, I believe it's third. March 11. Third? Oh, third. Yeah, sorry. Third. Yeah, March 3rd. Yeah, yeah. So first new match. Actually, obviously, it's an announced match, but they clarified what it is. Uh, Darby Allen and Sting versus Matthew and Nicholas Jackson for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Um is this going to be the main event of the pay-per-view bilang last match ni Sting? I was actually under the impression that it was going to be the main event. Because, um, yeah, you know, world championship. But again, Sting's last match. So what do you guys think? Yung world championship kasi parang with, with Joe at the head. I think he's okay just doing whatever he, he is asked of him. Like, it's not like he needs to be uh, the top uh, main eventer there because he's a draw in, in in himself. So I think he's okay playing his role. With this, you're talking about Sting retiring, right? So him having this uh, potential last match ever, 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 is still pretty important, especially if you consider where it's happening. Right? This is happening in North Carolina, the home, his hometown mm. and essentially the hometown of wrestling. During the territory, so important. It's also important that they play up how special Sting's career has been, and for him not to get the main event and in his last uh, match ever is pretty uh, disappointing. Also, 
We're talking about AEW here. It's not be, it's not beneath them or above them to put the tag team titles as the main event of, of their essentially WrestleMania level card. So I really think this will be the main event, if not one of the main events. Also, shout out to the succession team that the books are rolling out now. <laughs> yeah. Um, medyo ironic na succession yung team nila. Tapos yung boss nila, si Kendall Roy. So, it's a it's an inside joke for the succession fans. But yeah. It, it's, for me, you know, just yung sinabi mo about Samojo, I'd argue that the Hangman Swerve uh, feud needs to be the main event. That's been their, their hottest feud in the last six months. And they haven't main evented a... Uh, uh, pay-per-view. So, uh, parang warranted din yun eh. But I, again, I don't mind this actually being the main event, the tag team match, because again, for the reasons you, that you uh, you said, you know, it's Sting's last match, and it's the Young Bucks then, so ano din yun, like, uh, it's an added gravitas to it, and it's for the world tag team titles. I mean, you know, they uh, always uh, di naman nila di naman nila iniwasan na mag-main event yung uh, tag team titles uh, in their in their shows. So, um, but, ang ano din kasi dito, kasi parang predictable na yung magiging result eh. Because Sting's retiring. So, of course, the the smart booking decision here is to uh, have Young Bucks uh, win. So, parang, uh, if, it was, if it was up to me, I'd rather have the world title still main event because that's the hottest angle that they have in the last in the last six months and I think deserved me Leon over something uh is kind of a ceremonial retirement match of some sorts yeah uh you know it's things last match he is an icon I mean it is the retirement that he wanted you know not like the one he got like you know a decade ago so let's let him have it and I think uh no, I mean Joe's gonna retain that championship anyway, so okay lang. You know, it's just them testing the waters for a swerve main event run. All right, uh, the other new match that was made um, all of a sudden was Will Osprey versus Konosuke Takeshita. So they tried explaining this. Um, they explained it as Don Callis just you know making his kids fight because so there's not much of a story here as is you know most of the AEW stuff from Tony Khan so I'm just gonna ask this does Okada debut around this match no I think uh, they're gonna delay Okada's debut uh, possibly double or nothing that's what I think that's what I think no I think Okada debuts in Revolution just the same way they did with Brian and with um Adam Cole. Adam Cole, yeah. They did after the show. They they did the whole deal. Right? But if AEW was smart, they're going to keep Okada as far away from any New Japan-related wrestler as possible. Just because Okada is so intrinsically tied into the identity of New Japan that to bring him over the AEW side of things just to rehash the New Japan rivalries he's had in the past, I don't think it's very interesting to fans, right? And I don't think it's very interesting to Okada himself. Kasha, so, is, he wants, there you go. Or he wants no, so, to. Sorry, let me finish my point. Let me, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because he wants to explore new opportunities. I, and I agree. 
Diba? Somebody like Azuchika Okada needs to be in a different environment to really get the best out of him. And so oh, I think if they really want that to happen, they just need to try something else with Okada. Make him go up against Adam Copeland. Make him go up against Samoa Joe. Make him go up against anybody that really isn't associated with the New Japan brand. Yeah, I agree with that. But again, the problem is almost everyone in AEW had has something to do with or did did something with, with New Japan. Like Brian Danielson, he just had a match with Brian Danielson a couple of months ago. Moxley and Claudio. So it's a very thi- uh, thin pool of people. Na not Samoa Joe. Pasok do sa kla- oh, yun not, na, Samoa Joe. Not, That's what not, I thought. Adam Copeland. Oh, yun. So, but again, it's a very thin pool of people for him. If he's, if pasok do sa idea, sa criteria mo na, someone who doesn't have any history with New Japan. But again, I can't agree with you kasi yun yung gripe ng, ng mga tao with him going to AEW is that he's, Lilipat lang siya ng ano eh, lilipat siya ng company, but it's still gonna be the same gimmick, still gonna be the same per- persona, probably he's gonna face the same people that he did when he was still in New Japan. So, I guess it's a smart way of bringing, bringing him in. I tend to agree with that, yung idea of not putting him with anyone who's been near New Japan in you know in recent memory which is again as emil said mahirap yun kasi like half of the people uh on the AEW roster have um dallied with new japan right? if not new japan in japan new japan in america right? so mahirap yun. which is why i think um they're gonna tk is gonna go for it anyway and then have okada debut with around uh Someone uh, familiar, right? like, um, if he wants to do Okada Osprey again right? on AW soil on AW territory, he's gonna do that, or he might want to have Okada uh debut near Omega, Kenny Omega, although he's out with diverticulitis. Um, uh, it also works, I feel, kapag they do it to help. Okada familiarize himself. I, I, he doesn't need any familiarizing. I say, you know, he's worked in the state so many times. But um, I feel that there's also an element of anything else can go wrong if you know you give him uh, an American wrestler or a Western wrestler who isn't familiar with how they do things. So I say it's happened with Nakamura in WWE, Kenta in WWE. So I, although you can say that. AEW lets you do whatever you want, wrestle any style you want. May ganun pa rin factor, diba? So I wouldn't put it past them to give Okada someone that he's uh, comfortable with, right? So yeah, you never know about that. Um, I mean, if anything, see Okada proves that he can wrestle pretty much anybody with his current, uh, with his recent run in Impact, diba? He was uh, on TNA for a good few weeks, diba? And he did a six-man tag. He did a few one on ones with Josh Alexander. history Josh Alexander. And those were good matches. history with uh the Morrison Machine Guns, but he also pulled out great matches with them. So I think yes, familiarity is important, but we're talking about Kazuchika Okada here. Yeah. The man's been the face of the company of New Japan for the longest time. And for him to be on another side of things. Uh, it, it, just to say that he needs to be somebody familiar, it discredits his skill, I think. So, no, I agree. It's just that but, I, I, this is what I expect 
TK to do. You never know. Because yun yeah, again, yeah, TK got a TK. Half the roster has worked with New Japan, so so mega dong factor para. Ito like a question, another question about uh, Okada. If you're TK, are you gonna tweak something about his gimmick or presentation? No, he doesn't say, do that. Oh. Right, so he's, he's still gonna he's still gonna be the rainmaker persona. Yeah, when of he's okay. Adam right. Cole brought over the whole undisputed era thing from <laughs> WWE. Exactly. Uh, right. Brian Danielson is still the American Dragon. He's still doing John, the yes chants, right? Oh. Moxie <laughs> is still the rated R superstar Adam Cole. Oh, exactly. Uh, John Moxie is still crazy, right? So me, so me again, right? All right. Before we move on to our last point about AW, let's take another our last break and hear from our fellow podcasts on the Pod Network. Hi, he's Chico Garcia. And he's Gino Killiamore. We're the hosts of Only Fun. In our podcast, we explore the boundaries of our pleasure. And test the limits of our pain. It's business in the front. And party in the rear? Wait, wait, what? what? Wait, we, we talk about shows that we watch that might, you know, be entertaining for everyone else, right? Yep, that's what I said. Check out our podcast. New episodes out Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> no drama, only fun. All right, before we move on, I just wanted to address something that Carlo Elijah here said in the chat that he's not creative si TK, he's just a matchmaker. To a point, that's both true and untrue. Uh, again, I, I wanted to say that you have to look at AW as a weekly super indie show, right? It's like what we used to do in PWR. Now we'll just put on good matches because oh, there's a story, yes, but you know, for the most part, uh, if we have someone over, like um, a foreign visitor, diba, we're just gonna do good matches and put him or put them in the best possible matchup uh, that we can give. Diba? So if you go into that, if you go into dynamite with that mindset. Dynamite and AEW is really good because you're just there for the good matches. But I understand that people like pro wrestling for its storytelling. That's what we grew up on. Um, it's just that you know you have to leave your expectations at the door because as Chino said, TK is gonna TK, right? <laughs> yeah. And, all right. Let's move on to our next point. Maybe please producer Jasper from Dynamite. The the main event of today's episode was a Texas Death Match between. Orange Cassidy and Matt Taven. So this actually ties back to what uh, I was just saying, because uh, even though uh, the best friends and the ki- and the undisputed kingdom are actually feuding, uh, they did a whole um, big culminating match that we last saw between bitter rivals in Swerve. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. 
in Hangman. So uh, last we checked, uh, Orange Cassidy and Matt Taven were not bitter rivals. Um, Orange Cassidy's big rival here is Roderick Strong. So unless there's something that we're missing, and in an in explains a video package, uh, this is weird. But it's a good match, but it's weird. And again, it goes back to AEW is just a place to have good matches in. So Emil, this is your rant. Rant away. And so... You know, it was questionable when they when they uh, booked this. I, I questioned why are we getting a Texas death match? Because, like you said, yes, they were in a, they are in a feud, but I always feel like the uh, the Texas death match is their culmination to blood feuds. Like we saw that with with uh, hang during a Hangman's Saturday against Lance Archer, Adam Cole, and re this recent one against Swerve. So you mean to tell me? That this feud, like this um, uh, thing between Orange Cassidy and Matt Damon, warrants the same stipulation as Swerve and Hangman that happened months ago. So napakalabu, di ba? You know, the, the the thing that I'm feeling here is I feel bad for enjoying this match because Why? I always want because I always want to call out TK's lazy. You can enjoy the match and call it out. Why are you punishing yourself? <laughs> you know, no, be, because, like, for me, when I'm enjoying like, this, I mean, like, people like, are enjoy it's enjoying just enabling. the match. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's weird. It's not. If you, enjoying the match doesn't mean that <laughs> if that were the case, then, you know, all of us would be guilty of enabling shit. I mean, you could call it out, right? And hold them accountable and speak truth to power. It doesn't mean the wrestlers weren't good. I mean, you're cheering the wrestlers because they're the ones yeah. who did the shit. They're the ones who did the shit. That's not, you know, it's not something to feel guilty over because they, 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 they put their bodies on the line and worked really hard. That's something yeah. to, you know, enjoy without guilt. It, it, it just sad now. These wrestlers are some of the best wrestlers in the world. And DK... Doesn't like you know the the argument that uh, someone uh, made in the comments. He's just a matchmaker. He doesn't know how to write goods. He doesn't know how to gr write great yeah, good stories. Yes, but great stories around these people for me to fully enjoy. Like yes, I enjoyed this match, but next week what? Like I don't know. Like uh, we're we're just gonna move on to the next thing. So as a viewer of the weekly show, I want something to hold on. To the next week when i watch the show again to say okay so they they, fo they followed this up from from this point so you know the man because when i keep enjoying this no that's not true yeah that, that's all you and your feelings that's my feelings about it. Like, i want to express it to you guys maybe you could correct okay. me on this uh, no, that's, how, that's how i felt no say sorry before before china says anything oh, that, i just wanted that. to point out because that's how tribalism is born, right? Like I've seen a lot of bad takes on the internet because people want to shit completely on on what they see if they didn't like it. But the fact is, wrestling and any other form of art may nuance I mean, your your feelings about this can be complex. Like, uh, you know, you can still think Chris Benoit is a murderer and he's evil, but sometimes you can't deny that the guy was a good wrestler. Doesn't mean you're agreeing that he's evil. I, you know, you're this, you're denying that he's evil. It's just that you know, may matututunan din ako from watching him wrestle, right? So, uh, you should disavow yourself from the guilt of of thinking that you have to go all in on on something that you're watching. You to add to Rose's point. 
uh, at the si Tony Khan at this point, yes, he is not a very good storyteller. But at the same time, is he even still trying to tell stories? Yes, he is. is he he just, is. Is he still just doing whatever he wants? No, no, no. He, I, I can say, I can say that he is. Because it's just that he leaves the best stories, or he leaves you mga empleado niya to tell stories. And then if you have a good mind for the business or for storytelling, if you're like an MJF, diba? or uh, a Brian Danielson, then Okay ka kasi marunong ka magkwento. Alam mo kung kung paano mag-entertain ng tao and how to tell a good story, right? But for the rest of them, Tony Khan's just not good at that. Yeah, ako kasi, I'm, I'm gonna, I was gonna agree with what you said about Dynamite and a, the AEW product being just a really good indie show on a weekly basis. Tama naman din yun. Diba? They're catering towards the wrestling uh, super fans and catering towards the people who want to watch wrestling as a sport. People who just want to go and ball out, do that. Like it's fine. It's perfectly fine if you watch AEW under that context. Um, at this point, right now, I'm more critical of Tony Khan uh, and how he handles his personnel more mm. than Tony Khan the, <laughs> the storyteller. Anonymous G here is right. Uh, kulang sa mga writers in AEW. So if you don't know by now that. Um, AEW doesn't actually have a creative committee. Like, you know, there's a booker, it's him, but uh, for the most part, if you have a good idea as a wrestler, then it's up to you to, you know, pitch it and get it over and get it and make it happen. So get him to make it happen on TV. So that's what I was saying that, you know, guys like MJF, Chris Jericho, they're able to tell what a good story is, right? And then they're able to sell it to Tony Khan. Um, I think it's because Tony Khan has a weird aversion to everything that WWE has established as a practice when it comes to creative. Like, um, I don't know, writers, because, you know, some people feel that writers are stifling the wrestler's creative process, even though a lot of wrestlers need someone to write for them because they don't know shit, right? They don't, they, don't, they aren't all creative writers, right? So, uh, make, make it a factor, right? Uh, I mean, well, anonymous G, kahit naman sa WWE, even if you have, if you, even if you have good guys with a mind for the business, nila man yun that home run, diba? So, uh, it's it's all the same anywhere you go. It's just that in AEW, it's a lot more pronounced because uh, TK insists on writing or booking everything himself down to ROH, right? So, so may ganong factor. Uh, Emil, sorry, is, is there anything else you wanted to get off your chest? Nah, you know, like I, I'm, I thank you for like. Uh, you shouldn't feel guilty. I, I mean, you're. you're yeah. I mean, because you know, it's like retweeting. Right? I mean, not all retweets are an endorsement of the thing you're tweeting. But right? not all praise for a certain match is an endorsement for the bigger picture. I mean, if if that's how you're gonna think, then why are you a wrestling critic? <laughs> why are you Why are you here on this podcast? Because at this point, you're just giving into. Two-dimensional thinking, right? and that's not what we're here for. We yeah. leave that to the to the tribalists on Twitter and Facebook, right? <laughs> so right. yeah, uh, that's it for um, that's it for our episode, uh, our live stream tonight. Uh, we didn't have enough time, so tune into the bonus episode, the post live stream episode for our uh, little tribute to Eddie and his twentieth anniversary of the only WWE Championship win and reign that he had. And other things about NXT. So let's get to some plugs. Uh, Chino, what you got? Okay, so on the same day, uh, February 24th, just before uh, the Elimination Chamber viewing party, some friends of mine and I, the Cool Pals and myself, 
are going to be selling toys, comic books, and other collectibles at Hobby Stadium. That it is between 3 and 4 p.m. That's the start time at Hobby Stadium, Doña Hemady Street, and New Manila, Quezon City. All the proceeds just go to us. It's not for charity. But we do have a show right after that you can go to. And the tickets for the comedy show featuring myself, Muman Reyes, and GB Labrador will be available on ComedyManila.ph. I know you have to choose between the comedy show and the viewing party. (laughs) Go to the viewing party, but drop by the little fair we have. uh, Because it's the fair will start at 4 and then it'll, it'll go until we start the show at 9. So, Ayun, five yun. hours. Kasi, yeah, so, you got, yeah. you got time. You got like two hours yeah. before the, the viewing party. So Yeah, the viewing no, the by, viewing party. Sorry, sorry. The viewing party is going to start at 5.30. That was going to be, what, three hours. So, you're going to end. We're going to end at like 8.30 or 9 at the latest. So, you can humabol sa Hobby Stadium yun, oh, to yun. go watch so, uh, and Copals, Yeah. Yeah, so just do do both, right? Make both our days, and let's have some fun on the twenty fourth. Also, I'm uploading videos to my YouTube again, so just check that out. New sets from my trip to uh, San Francisco. So that's youtubecom Chino Supersize. There you go. All right, Emilio, got anything? Uh, not much. Just uh, again, uh, uh, please uh, support our patron and uh, and uh, check out our weekly. Uh, show reviews there. Uh, me and Rowan and Row. That uh, we write uh, our feelings about uh, the weekly wrestling shows. So you know, and then also support the pod. Uh, follow the pod as well on all social media platforms. And uh, that's it. Right. I got two shows to promote. First is WrestleStorm by Dexcon featuring ourselves. Uh, my comeback as part of the Gemini Kings. Right. Just versus, got my tickets uh, from. Yo. Just got my tickets for that. <laughs> yo, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, versus TZK. That's SJM versus and Ken Cipher for the World Underground Wrestling Tag Team Championships. It's going to be headlined as well by the arrival of the Calamari Drunken Kings as Masa Tanahashi and. Um, uh, Chris Brooks, sorry. I'm so sorry, Chris. Versus uh, God, Jesus Christ. Who did, who did I know? Uh, main Mac. Uh, sorry, JDL and uh, Kurt Himan. And David Ravenna. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry, Matt Linus. <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm such a bad, I am such a bad employee. Uh, tickets. Ito, tama. Tickets are available at dexcon.helixpay.ph. Uh, tickets are still available for either one. Uh, one day, March 23, the meet and greet, or March 24, the actual show, or both days. So go check that out. Man up tickets and please support, you know, another avenue of local wrestling. That was. We also have the next or the first ever uh, MWF show of the year, Kasai in 2024. It's going to be on April 14 at the UP Film Institute Media Center. I am headed back to college to put on the show. Tickets are now available at TicketToMe.net. You'll see the event page right there. Uh, pa mag early bird uh, one thousand one hundred for ringside and nine hundred for general admission. Um, you guys will want to, you know, 
get the show, uh, get tickets to the show because Tajiri is back and he's bringing in a whole roster of his mates, his boys from Kyushu Pro Wrestling. It's an independent promotion in Japan. So legit, yeah, I mean, anytime you have Japanese wrestlers over, it's always a trip because, you know, they bring a whole different style and experience to the Philippine shore. So go check that out. You might want to get tickets as soon as now because Magkakaubusan as the date goes grows closer but you got like a uh, uh, two months left before you um before everything uh sells out but uh, you know you never know right that is it for our live stream tonight thank you once again to the boys and girls from the pot network especially babyface producer jasper who knows us better than we do right now uh he is a real mvp as well as our producers and everyone who has helped us you know but build, build this machine and get to where we are now. Uh, thanks as well to my co-hosts. We have Chino Diao, uh, Emil Nate, and our missing absent co-hosts, Stan C and Rowan ASH. Please follow us. Chino is at Chino Supersize. Emil is at EML underscore Meister. Stan is at underscore Stan C. Rowan is at Monday Night. Rowan, that's N-I-T-E. I am at Rowizwar. The, the podcast is at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and threads and the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. We'll see you next week for our audio-only episodes, Weekend Reacts and Picks of the Week as always and Chempre on Thursday for our uh, usual live stream. And I believe next week will be our 700th episode. I do not know if we're doing anything special because you know it's one of those things. But you know, uh, it's great to get to another milestone on the podcast and on our tenth year. So stay tuned for uh, more big celebrations. We have uh, more events cooking in the pipeline on the stove, and we want you guys to be a part of it. So until then, please stay safe. Do not be a dick. Stay cool. Umiinit nayon and stay uh, healthy. And you know, be kind to one another. Later, outcasts. Peace. Happy birthday, Manong Jody. <laughs> the opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 